This is not very good. It's not very good at all. Okay. Well, I've made a very detailed plan. It's based off the bomb shelter plan I made when you were pregnant with Haviland, Dorothy, but adjusted for our present circumstances. Um, Paul, are you sure that this is really necessary? Yeah, let's go over them together. Dad. Number one, there will be one person to get groceries for all of us every other week. Mm -hmm. I was thinking it could be me, but I'm happy to negotiate. We will wipe down all the surfaces of the groceries outside the apartment. Well, Let's also be conservative as we can be with food and other necessities because stuff is flying off the shelves. I bought a 60-roll pack of toilet paper off eBay yesterday. Oh, what? Paul, why did you do that? Because I don't want Bezos to benefit off this any more than he's already going to. How much was it? I will tell you later. Number two, we will always use the stairs, never the elevator. It's better ventilated in there and we're less likely to run into people. Plus, it's some built-in exercise, which we'll need both to stay physically and mentally healthy. Uh, number three, obviously we will not be seeing people for the time being. What about Ruth? Who's Ruth? Ruth Stock, from upstairs. You, she lives in 7F. Does she know about everything that's happening? You know, that's a great point, Avalon. That's a very good point. I will email her about it. Yeah, I don't think she has emailed, Dad. She doesn't have email? No. Mm -mm. Okay, well then that's another very good point. Look, we're troubleshooting. See, that's good. That's a team thing. I'll phone her also tomorrow. I'm gonna check on her tonight. Check on, do you mean in, in person? Yeah, I mean in person. Oh, no, I don't think so. Paul. Dorothy, were you not listening to the bullets on my list? It's not fair to leave her in the dark like this. Haviland, it's a sweet idea to check on Ruth. And under normal circumstances, I'd absolutely say yes. It wouldn't even be a question. But these are not normal circumstances. Mm -hmm. And your health and safety, the health and safety of your mother, are my utmost. <sighs> They're my only priority, Haviland. Sure. Us in toilet paper. You know what? You may not visit Ruth right now. How about that? All right? Not when your own safety and our safety are a variable. It is not up for discussion. Ugh. I know you don't have to like it. Hello? Ruth, hi. I'm Haviland. Back when COVID started, we didn't know what to make of it. We didn't know how long it would last or how bad it would get. It was like this invisible boogeyman floating on every face-to-face -face conversation. And it could be anywhere. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, this is The Truth. And this episode is about a young person who makes a questionable choice with the best of intentions. And now back to, what about Ruth? Haviland, I'm sorry. Do I know you from somewhere? Um, well, yeah, I live in the building. Yeah, we sometimes run into each other at the mailboxes. I'm Haviland Porter. I'm Paul and Dorothy's daughter. We live in uh, 4D. Oh, Haviland. <laughs> Haviland, yes. Hello. Please come in. Oh, no, that's okay. Thank you. I came here to give you these and to see if you needed anything. Well, thank you, dear. What are they? Oh, these are face masks. My aunt made them in Alaska. Uh, she's a quilter. Ruth... Do you know about everything going on right now? 
Well, <laughs> not everything. <laughs> no, right. I mean, of that's course, a but... little unreasonable, don't you think? To know everything. Well, we're in a pandemic. Oh. No. Now that you mention it, I don't believe I do know about that. Okay, um, well, it's called COVID-19, the coronavirus, and it started in China, and then it came to Seattle, and now it's here, and the government actually declared a state of emergency last week, and everybody's supposed to stay at home and not go anywhere and wear masks around other people. Come in, dear. Oh, I can't because of the virus. Um, does that make sense? That's okay. Um, look, Ruth, I just wanted to let you know what was going on and make sure that you had everything that you needed. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate it, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay, well, bye now. But will you come back? Um, do you need me to? Where will I get food? My paper towels. Will you please come back? You're in a grocery right now? Yeah, well, almost. I'm in line. Nessa's kind of crazy. They're locking the doors between every single customer, and there's, like, a line out the block. You're not nervous with all those people? No, I'm not nervous. I kind of feel like this is all just, like, overblown. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. My family's having stuff delivered. Oh, that's super nice. Yeah, I, I think they're just nervous, you know? It's better better safe than sorry. No, yeah, totally. That makes sense. Um, wanna help me map out my grocery shopping? I think I'm gonna start in dairy. Oh my god, holy shit! What? Did you just get this email from school? What? Are they extending spring break again? Hello? I got the stuff. What stuff? It was a joke, Ruth. I'm sorry. No, what stuff? I have your groceries and uh, your change. <laughs> oh, thank you. I got you 2% milk instead of whole. I hope that's okay. And they were all out of paper towels. I actually went and checked another store, but I guess people really go crazy for paper towels in an emergency. Oh, thank you. Yeah. My daddy ordered like 70 rolls of toilet paper last week, which is fine, but it's just like crazy behavior. I'm sorry, honey. What's the emergency? Um, the pandemic, Ruth. What pandemic? COVID. Remember? COVID-19? I, I told you about it last time. No, you didn't tell me anything about a pandemic. Oh, um, yeah, there's a global pandemic happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're canceling my graduation. What? Yeah, my, my college graduation. Yeah, they canceled it. I'm really disappointed, actually. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Yeah, I mean, I worked hard for five years because I'm a super senior, so I, I had this extra year, and this is just like, it's just such a long time coming, and my best friends live all around the country, and my best friend, Vanessa, lives in fucking Kansas. Sorry, I didn't mean to curse. And everyone is just like, I think everyone's just blowing this way out of proportion. Sorry, should I have called beforehand? I, I don't mean to impose. Oh no, that's all right, dear. Please, come in. Ruth, I can't come in. 
I could make you a cup of tea. Uh, yeah, I'd like that. I just can't. I promised my dad I wouldn't. Why? Because of the pandemic. <laughs> Honey, I just don't think there's any way I'll be able to get these in by myself. Would you help me get these bags put away? Right. Um, what if I coached you to put them away? I could, I could help you from right here in the doorway. Oh, I've had accidents before, you know, with, with putting the milk away and then the eggs. Um, Ruth, why don't you have your mask on? Where is it? What mask? The one I gave you. My quilter aunt in Alaska made it. Oh, yes. I must have misplaced it somewhere. Hmm. All right, um... Why don't you just go sit at the kitchen table? I'll sit on the couch. No, I, the table's actually a good distance from, from the kitchen. Why would we keep our distance? Because of the pandemic. What pandemic? Yeah, just go sit at the table, Ruth. Um, I'll find your mask. All right, is this good? Yes, thank you. Okay. I like your fish tanks, Ruth. Thank you. I love fish. I love fish and dogs. Mm. I'd have a real dog if my son let me. But he says I couldn't get it together to take him out. Too complicated with my age. Yeah. So I get these stuffed dogs on eBay. It's a little better. Yeah, where is your son, Ruth? Mm, Los Angeles, I think. I have two sons, Jake and Samuel. Jake is in Los Angeles. And where's Samuel? Oh, Samuel's not with us anymore. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> there was this one day when Samuel was in the... Fourth grade. His father decided it was time for him to choose an instrument to play. And Daryl took him to the little instrument store on third. You know that store? Uh, sure. Well, Daryl and I had sat down with him a few times the week before and asked him what he wanted to play. We explained to him that this would be a commitment, you know, with the lessons and the school band and everything. So he should be sure of what he wanted. But every time, he said flute, flute, flute. So, Daryl took him to the store to buy a flute. They spent about an hour looking at the different flutes. And then, in the nick of time, Samuel realized that flute was a girl's instrument, and he probably shouldn't get one. So they ended up buying a trombone. <laughs> oh. And he hated it. Oh my, the tantrums he would throw when it was time to practice. Didn't sound very good either. Wow, yeah. Because he never practiced, because he hated it. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's an irritating instrument. Yeah, it really is. Oh, Ruth, I found your mask. Oh, where was it? 
in the microwave. Oh, that's strange. Come, play a hand with me. I don't know, Ruth. It's getting kind of late. You spent all that time looking for a mask, and now that I've got it, you won't stay a while? I just... It's been 15 minutes already. What's that got to do with anything? Nothing. My dad. Oh. Well, will you come back soon anyway? I want to hear about your graduation. Hey, Haviland. Oh, hi, Mom. How was your walk? It was good. Long. Yeah, very. But good. Uh-huh. Well, you must be exhausted. Uh, yeah. Why are you acting weird? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Um, there are just, like, a lot of people out today. Um, kind of more than there usually is. And I think seeing those tents go up in the park, um... Kind of freaked me out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just made it like very real, I guess. Well, I understand. Hey, um, you wore your mask, right? On your walk? Yeah. Yeah, duh. Of course I did. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Jane. It's good to see everyone. There's Havlin signing on. Hi, Havlin. All right, so, you know, I was going to wait another minute or so, but I think I'll just start, and as more people kind of trickle in, we we might get interrupted. Okay. So, um, in light of recent events, I have decided to take a two-prong approach going forward. Um, if you would like to continue to do coursework, you can definitely continue to follow the syllabus and just, you know, get things into me. Um, if you don't feel up to that right now, I completely understand. And an option I'm going to give you is to make yourself available in some way to what is happening and write a brief, say, five-page reflection paper on it, which you can, you know, you can get to me anytime before the end of the semester. Or, you know, honestly, it can be one page or two or however you, however long and, you know, whatever medium. Um, so I feel that your chief responsibility as students in this seminar is to observe, you know, as closely as you can, what's going on around you in your communities, in your neighborhoods, and, and how this stuff is affecting people, you know? Pay attention to the little everyday things and try to record them, you know, write them down, write everything down, because this is what social history is all about. So I have a lecture prepared, but... I was thinking before that, I would love to invite anyone who wants to share something they've observed in the past, you know, few days, few weeks to, to share, you know, share with the class. Um, does anyone want to kick that off or you can just sort of wave and I'll, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I've been reading these emails about a universal pass-D-fail policy. Is that what you're going to do, too? No, definitely not. No one is going to fail my class. I am not going to fail anyone. So you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, I oh. asked because I've been making like pretty consistent A's on your exams, and I would hate to not have that reflected in my transcript, you know? Um, yes. So, uh, you know, why don't you send me an email? Just we'll fig send me an email, and we'll figure it out. Okay, thanks. Okay, anyone else? Anyone want to share something they've been going through or observed, feeling? 
yeah, I just feel so ill-equipped to do anything. I feel like ever since we were little, we were we, we taught we, we were taught history in this way where it was like these major events would happen and and everyone would like hide people from the Nazis and like participate in the under, underground railroad and like make speeches in, in courtrooms and and stuff. And I I just feel like everyone reads those stories and is like, no, of course, like that would be me. Um, that's what I would do in that situation. That's what I would do. Evelyn, I'm, I'm so like sorry. Evelyn, I'm so sorry. This is such a valuable contribution. It really is. Just if you could just hold exactly that thought for a moment. My son, I need to just go figure out something um, with my son. I'm coming. I'm so sorry. I'll be back. I'll see you in 10. I'm so bored, Ruth. Welcome to my world. How long has it been since you've been outside? Um, I can't remember. Why do you ask? The pandemic. Oh, right. Do you have any threes? No. Go fish. So what do you do all day? Oh, yeah, I do nothing in the morning, and then I do nothing, and then I visit you, and then I do nothing again, and then at 7 p.m. I clang on a pot outside of my window. (laughs) Oh, yes, I did know that part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should do it with us next time. Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, I have four fours. Yeah. You know, people keep talking about silver linings. Do you think that there's a silver lining in all of this? Not particularly, no. Yeah. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? Do I know what you're talking about? Yes. I think people use that term, silver linings, to distract themselves from the things that are bothering them. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I, I find all the talking about silver linings kind of optimistic. But it's been really nice spending time with you. Yeah, I'm really happy to be spending time with you. Did you see that we got another email from the dean? No, what's it saying? Well, it's, it's about packing up the dorms or something. No. Yeah, apparently they're just going to, like, send all our stuff back. What? Yeah, like, the student workers who are still on campus are going to pack up all our stuff and just send it through the U.S. mail. Ugh, you got to be kidding me. I know, I was like, my unmentionables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, they're canceling graduation. Right, I did see that one. Yeah, um, listen, Havilland, I... What's up? My... My dad is sick. Way to bury the lead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I mean, we all were, are. We all were. But my dad got really... He's really sick. Yeah, I thought there were, like, no cases in Kansas. No, there are. There are cases happening in Kansas. But why didn't you say something before? We were completely overwhelmed. It was a really, really bad situation happened. We've, we've just been taking it one day at a time. Are you still seeing your neighbors? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I get to do that. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's not like everyone can just stop their lives with this pandemic, you know. Life happens. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, why did I just respond that way? I don't know. Sorry. Hey, thanks. Thanks for giving me a call, but um, I'm actually studying for this final now. Can I call you back later? Oh, yeah. Sure. Totally. Sorry, Vanessa. And we'll find out what happens next in just a moment. But first, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships can take work, especially the most important one you have in your life, your relationship with yourself. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? I know I have to be reminded sometimes to take care of myself, but I started seeing a therapist a few years ago and it really helped me out. And so this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. I get a lot out of therapy because it gives me the chance to just focus on my issues. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and The Truth listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash the truth. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash the truth. And now back to What About Ruth? I have an idea, Ruth. Oh. How long has it been since you've been outside? Not that long. Really? Yesterday, I think. Hmm. I was thinking we could take a walk together around the park. Yeah, I'd help you. Would you like to do that? It's so quiet. Yeah, it really is. I mean, where are the babies? What? <laughs> but look at that empty playground. It's so strange. Where did all the babies go? Oh, um, the mayor, I mean, I think it was the mayor, uh, put a moratorium on being on playgrounds for a while. Because of the masks? Yeah, because of the pandemic. Valerie, could we take a rest here? I'm feeling a bit oh, tired. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does this bench look okay to you? Yes, thanks. Ruth, I'd like to get your advice on something, um, if that's okay. Sure. Um, I feel like I kind of responded badly to something my friend said. Or, like, not badly, but inappropriately. I honestly don't know why I said what I said, but I, I made her feel bad and when she needed to feel the opposite of bad. I just, I always thought at the, in the event of a disaster like this, I'd be doing the right things. But I have no idea what right things are here. Or, or maybe I do, but I'm, I'm just doing a bad job at it. I understand. What did you say? She told me that her dad was uh, really sick. 
and I couldn't stop joking about it. And now I haven't called her in a bunch of days and it's terrible. Why were you joking about it? Because Vanessa and her family have been so careful and, and then this happened to them anyways and and I've been less careful and but nothing's happened to me. I've never lost someone close to me before. And now, no, a lot of people I'm close to are losing a lot of people who are close to them. And I'm doing a bad job of being there and loving them through that. Well, it's not easy to do. And it's not the end of the world. I mean, it's always the end of the world. Ruth, I ask because I know that your son died, and I was wondering... I'm sorry, what? God, I did it again. I mean to say, I know that you've suffered a terrible loss in your life when your son what passed. What do you mean my son died? Oh, I was just, I was just wondering like, if there was anything at the time that was like, helpful for you to... What do like, you mean you to... my son died? Oh. What are you talking about? Oh, shit. What are you Ruth, talking about? I'm so about? sorry. I didn't Who mean to. are you? Uh, and what do you mean my son died? How do you know that? Where is he? Do you know where he is? I have to go to him. What do you mean my son died? Mama? Hi. I'm really sorry in advance, but I'm having a bit of an emergency and I need your help. It's Ruth. You what? Dad, we were just on a walk. That's true, Paul. They were just out in the open air I don't, taking a walk. I don't care. We agreed, as a family, that Paul, we were going to be really careful. I really think you're being excessive. It's a walk, Dad. Haviland, what you did is completely unacceptable. Are you serious? I got groceries for our old neighbor. There were groceries, too. Oh, my God. Oh. Haviland, I only spend 15 minutes tops at the grocery store every other week. Look, she called me. She called me and she asked me for help. What was I supposed to do? Be like, no? <laughs> tell us. What do you mean, what were you supposed to do? You tell us and we would have handled Paul, it. Paul, Put her calm in touch down. with someone. I really Dorothy, think you're overreacting here. I'm not. I'm not overreacting. I'm not. And another thing, it's not up to you to play hero. She is just trying to do the right thing, Paul. Okay, but that's not the point. Let me ask you... One thing, were they masked? They were outside. I always wore my mask in her apartment. But you were in her apartment? I, Back up. I mean, when I dropped off groceries, yeah. I, I went to her apartment because that's where groceries go. Haviland, that's really not okay. What? Look, I am, I am truly just trying to help. I feel so useless in every other area right now, and this seemed like a way to help. Okay. Your mother and I appreciate that, Haviland, okay? We appreciate that, honey. Yes, we do, but you can't do it anymore right now. It's not safe. At least not right now. I've been in touch with her sons, okay? She's got people looking after her, but right now, this decision, you need to leave this to us, okay? Hello. Can I oh. help you? Oh, yeah. Hi. Um, is, is Ruth home? Yeah, she's home. I'm sorry, who are you? Oh, I, sorry. I, I live downstairs. I've been bringing your mom food deliveries for a while, and, um... Uh... Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. I, can I get you anything? A, a tip or something? Oh, no, that's, that's okay. Um, I just, is, is your mom home? I'm sorry, would you mind just taking a step back, please? 
Oh, right. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, it's, it's okay. I'm, uh, I'm Jake. I'm Ruth's son. I, I couldn't come before because I, um, right. I just, I got stranded for a while. Um, but thank you for all your help. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was not a problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Take care. Oh, um, you're welcome. Uh, take care. Wait. I just, could I say hello to your mom? I'm sorry, Haviland? Haviland. Uh, I don't think she'll remember who you are. Hi, it's Vanessa. Sorry I missed you. Leave me a message. Hi, Vanessa. It's me. I'm really sorry I responded that way to what you told me about your dad. It was... I'm really sorry. I'm thinking of you. My family's thinking of you. And I hope you're okay. Um, let me know if you need anything. Whatever you need, I'm there. Just say the word. Really, really. I love you so much. more original stories like this, go to thetruthpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is The Truth Fiction. What About Ruth was written by India Kotis and produced by me, Jonathan Mitchell. It was performed by Amara Leonard, Maggie Pistner, Rachel Botchin, Kelly Letourneau, Mark Gessner, Julia Kelly, and Brian Morabito. The Truth is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX. We're a network of independent, listener-supported, artist-owned podcasts. And you can learn more about all the Radiotopia shows at radiotopia.fm. Our associate producer is Cadence Mandeborough. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, and you have been hearing... The Truth. Radiotopia. From PRX.